In this episode of the Built in Africa podcast, we put the spotlight on how a Nigerian startup, Akidi, looks to create the largest collection of African children's stories using technology. If you grew up in Nigeria, you probably heard this familiar call and response phrase before a nighttime story. Story, story. Story. Once upon a time. Before the 21st century, storytelling was an integral part of most Nigerian cultures. Children would gather around adults, most notably under the moonlight, to hear different tales and folklore, sometimes in their native tongue. Stories about animals, the cunningness of the tortoise, or brutality of the lion, for instance, would educate and entertain. Some of these stories would even change the way they approach the world, in terms of morals and values. In recent times, however, this aspect of Nigeria's cultural heritage has changed a lot. An example is how most youths living outside their places of origin can't speak their native language. For Dominic Onyekachi, a Nigerian fluent in Igbo and Hausa, two of Nigeria's major languages, this is not much of a worry. He's more perplexed by another issue. My sister had asked me to read a story for my niece. I went to her mini library and I discovered something unnerving. Not only were the stories white and foreign, like with predominantly white characters and plots, I felt that wasn't representative of her, of course. The themes were outdated and probably outrightly sexist. That's Dominic Onyekachi. It emphasized as mar- uh, on marriage as the ultimate achievement for women. You see that in stories like Cinderella in Rapunzel, and it tells women that, like girls, that wait, so you're a prince, you're a princess, but the story isn't about you. Your princessness has to be validated by a prince charming that comes to sweep you off your feet. And I felt that was an outdated theme, because most likely because those stories were written over 200 years. Dominic clarifies. That while he doesn't have any issues with marriage, he feels Nigerian children should consume indigenous stories with more powerful narratives. He should focus on SDGs, on gender equality, inclusion, tolerance, tech, entrepreneurship, financial literacy, and none of these themes were covered by the books that were available. Beyond the dated themes, a large part of the stories African children read in schools are tales of different people or cultures. Indigenous tales are less frequently told, and now children know more about Zeus or Thor than Shongo or Ahmad Yoha. After his experience with his niece, Dominic had an idea. So I decided to write her children's stories. I got my friend Tolu to illustrate it, and the books were an instant hit in our estate and around. That initial success bettered the company Akidi, which Dominic co-founded with his illustrator friend Tolu Lokbe Wojuola and Fanandala, a long-time business partner with whom he had worked on a couple of projects as a student at Covenant University in Nigeria. Um, initially, we focused on changing the narratives in children's stories. I, I didn't actually get out to build a tech startup. I had already tried a few ideas in tech before, but I didn't know that this was going to be my next idea in tech startups, uh, in building a tech startup. So initially, what I just wanted to do was write better stories, but when we discovered that the stories had demand and people really liked the stories, we decided to 
bring in the tech to this to make it easy and democratize to make it easy for um children no matter where they are to be able to like access these kinds of important stories we are creating with fanandala and tulokbe ujola taking technical and creative responsibilities and with dominic as chief executive akidi launched in january 2019 to kickstart the project the company got a small seed investment of $3000 from Dominic's sister which allowed them to create 20 books and their website. Akidi acts as an online collection of African children's stories. The team writes, illustrates and translates children's picture books. All these stories Dominic says are indigenous and available in different local languages, covering themes from financial literacy and entrepreneurship to gender equality and inclusion. Unlike traditional hard copy publishers, Oyekachi believes Akidi's strong card is his digitization, which makes them flexible. We offer more languages, books and options for a fraction of their cost. Since 2019, Akidi had been in beta phase and remained free to users. However, in May 2020, they officially launched with a subscription model that restricts the number of books a user can access. And with 600 naira, which is about $1.30 per month, Parents can sign up their children and have access to up to 20 books on the Akidi platform. But there's a bit of a challenge. In Nigeria, subscription models are quite unsustainable and difficult to execute. It's a challenge most content and media companies face when starting out. Knowing this, Dominic stumbled on a problem that the startup should tackle and at the same time help diversify its revenue. I decided to like include or co-op schools into the platform and I messaged around 300 schools and out of that we found out that um only seven of them had a library so if you extrapolate from that data it means that less than 2% of schools in Africa or in Nigeria have um a library with challenges ranging from inadequate space in school premises to little or no funding it is not difficult to see why this is the case They realized that Akidi could serve as an online library of children's books with these schools as off-takers. The books are available in English, French, Hausa, Igbo, and Yoruba. Also, the platform has a feature that lets users view an illustrated story in 360 degrees as well as data tracking feature. And the math makes sense. For instance, Akidi costs around 1150 naira per month for schools. and if you subscribe for a month you get a green access uh, access to a green collection of 20 books so for a price less than the cost of one hard copy book you are able to access 20 books in four languages 24/7 you don't have to have a library you don't have to have a librarian i felt it was like a steal for schools and that is another problem we set out to solve Dominic estimates that the platform will have up to 140 books by the second quarter of 2021. So far, Akidi has served over 1000 users, and on the business to business side, it has six schools as clients. According to Dominic, the revenue from these customers is more than 1,380,000, about $3,000. Seeing as it officially launched in May, it seems like an impressive feat. One Akidi hopes to build upon in the coming months, despite the challenges brought up by the coronavirus pandemic. School recruitment is a bit slow, 
because schools don't want to commit funds to a new project during the pandemic. However, Dominic says they have commitments from more than 30 schools for the platform when schools open. Besides charging a subscription fee to access his online books, Akidi licenses characters from his books and consults on projects targeted towards children, from content creation to illustration. This content as a service revenue model makes up to 60% of Akidi's revenue. The precede money and revenue generated so far are what Akidi has used to stay afloat. But it is actively looking for a seed round to scale, an activity that has come with some disappointments. The biggest disappointment I had came in November 2019. I won 10 million naira in funding at the Global Entrepreneurship Week Abuja version, only for the organizers <laughs> to go on radio silence after the event. Never heard from them again, never saw them. Also, the startup has been in talks with two VCs, but according to Dominic, nothing has been finalized due to the pandemic. But it's not all bad news for Akidi. The 18-month-old startup has enjoyed a fair share of success too. It made slight changes to its business model in order to survive by writing proposals to some Nigerian banks. The end result, a partnership with FCMB to give 10,000 children access to the platform. If successful, this will be a part of the bank's CSR efforts. Additionally, Akidi was recently selected as one of the startups to participate in the Maiden Forbes Digital Accelerator Bootcamp. For the startup's plans going forward, Dominic shares too. Innovating around his current offerings, Akidi wants to launch an e-commerce store, which will feature toys and clothing of characters and events developed from his stories to sell to customers. Also, the startup wants to infuse more technology into his digital storytelling platform. Storytelling is always going to be at the core of um, what we do. We are going to utilize technologies like virtual reality and augmented reality to make the experience much more immersive for the user. I think we, uh, we are definitely going to go into animation too because there is a market for a much more inclusive content for African children. Dominic adds that he doesn't believe the future of edtech is in replicating the classroom on the internet, but in leveraging emerging tech and integrately designing storytelling to create a learning experience for children that is both addictive and enjoyable. Uh, it's think about finishing your curriculum in math while completing game levels on an AR set. The future of online learning is here and we're going to bring it to children first. Thank you for listening to the Built in Africa podcast. This script was adapted by Muiwama Tuluko. Research and interview by Heritage Kene Okafo. Sound designed by Ogene Karo Obrutu. This is a production of TechPoint Africa. I am Muiwa Matuluko. Please subscribe, share, and drop a review of this podcast by searching for Built in Africa on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. For more stories on startups and innovation in Africa, please visit techpoint.africa.